And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Charlotte, about these letters that somebody's been bombarding you with, don't you think it's about time you tell me the truth about who's sending them? Oh, I've told you before, Raymond. It's just an old boyfriend who recently got divorced and is trawling through his little black book. Well, you must be at the top of page one. He writes you every day, sometimes even twice a day. No, can't be that often. I'm sure it isn't. In my view, there's a simple solution to this problem we seem to have with you trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Are you accusing me of lying, Raymond? Yes, I'm sorry to say it, but I am. I can't believe that you would think that Look, I... there's only one way out of this. Show me the letters, then you can prove that this story about some besotted ex-boyfriend is not just some made-up rubbish to sort of throw me off the scent. I can't. I'm sorry? Not right now. Why not? I just don't understand why you're being like this. Oh, I, I just can't, all right. Well, if you won't show me the letters, I'll just have to assume the worst. You're having an affair. Oh, for heaven's sake, I am not having an affair, I swear to you. Well, whatever is going on, it's totally destroyed my trust in you. I suggest you sort it out and tell me what this is all about before it destroys our marriage as well. What's up with your father, Jordan? He seems a bit distracted and he's not his son himself. You've got to be kidding, Trevor. My dad, Sonny, I can tell you're a comedian. <laughs> Never have heard me. Seriously, though, what's going on with him? Well, as you know, he's got a lot on his mind right now. What with Tommy's trial coming up. Oh, I heard about the girl who overdosed. Terrible business. But from what I hear, Tommy's got a good defence lawyer. That counts for a lot. That's right, and he doesn't have any previous convictions either. Good point. The judge is bound to take... Can you two cut the chat and go on with what I'm paying you for? Sorry, Chief. I'll go and collect some glasses. Jordan, you know better than to discuss our business with the staff. Family business is just that. It stays in the family, all right. Right. Keep your hair on. Trevor's only saying what everyone's thinking. What do you mean? I mean, that poor girl overdosed and died, and our Tommy has to be involved somehow. Otherwise, he wouldn't be up in court. You're talking as if Tommy's guilty. I can't believe you'd be so disloyal. I know my son, and he wouldn't go near drugs, let alone sell them. Isn't he that stupid? I'm not saying my brother's guilty, Dad, but if you think he's never touched drugs, you're just kidding yourself. Just leave it, Jordan, all right? All right, Dad. Look, I know you're worried about Tommy, but try not to show it. Not when you're behind the bar. The customers are picking up on your bad mood. Who's running this pub? You or me? I don't want you to lose business, Dad. There's nothing you can do about what happens in court, and as you say, you have a pub to run. What can I get you, Fiona? I know I shouldn't come, Ella, but I need something comforting. So, uh, I'll have a large hot chocolate with marshmallows and cream. Good choice. You deserve a treat. I'll bring it over to you. I know I should pull myself together. I mean, it's been a while since Jade left, but... I'm finding it so difficult to move on with my life. Is there anything I can do to help? Hmm, maybe find me a buyer for my house. Oh, hello Chantal. Did I hear you say that you were looking to sell your house? 
Mm, I'm thinking about it. Isn't that a bit drastic? Well, maybe, but it doesn't feel like home anymore. Not since Jade left. Too many ghosts. You know what I mean. Yes, but I would give it time if I were you. It's not that long since the breakup. You shouldn't make any hasty decisions while you're still grieving. I agree with Chantel. Selling your house is a big step. I think you should wait a bit. I know it's a cliche, but time's a great healer. Yeah, so everyone says. If that's true, I wish it would get her move on and heal me. Oh, just be patient. Things will start looking up soon. To be honest, I've had enough of being patient. You two are so very kind, but it's time I face the fact that I need to start helping myself. That's the spirit. Things have been pretty bad at work too, but I think there might be a way to turn things around. And if you sort things out in the salon, I'm sure everything else will start to fall into place. Oh, thanks for your support, both of you. Let's hope you're right. I got your text, Heather. Is there a problem? No, Raymond. I just want to let you know that I was making lunch. But I didn't want to be explicit. Ah, right. In case someone else saw the text. Exactly. I don't want to make trouble for you. I'm sorry. Nothing to worry about. Can I help? No, it's all ready. Just take a seat. Right. That looks delicious. I always seem to make too much. Well, it'd be a shame to let it go to waste. I'm not bothering you, am I? It's just that I don't like eating alone. And the room feels so empty when I sit at the table by myself and... Oh, I understand. We wouldn't want you to feel lonely. You're very kind. Here you go. Oh, that was delicious. I've not had syrup pudding for years. You're such a great cook. You should go on a MasterChef. Oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't face all those people. All right, all right, Heather. Calm down. It was just a joke. Oh, OK, sorry. Sometimes I can't tell when you're joking or when you're being serious. Heather, all I'm saying is that you're a brilliant cook and that was a superb lunch. Oh, thanks. I'm not used to compliments. Although it's not helping me with my diet. <sighs> I bet Charlotte has noticed my undiminished girth. She'll probably have a go at me about something else. Oh, sorry. It's not your problem. I'll just say, I don't know, I've got slow metabolism. She'll be none the wiser. Will that work? Sure. I'll say I'm just built for comfort and she'll eventually move on to some other crusade. You don't have to eat with me. If it's going to upset things between you and Charlotte... It'll be fine. I'll see to that. Besides, I can't go on denying myself my nice meals forever. After all, you only live once. Laura, where are the towels? I've only got three left. There aren't any clean ones. The laundry basket's full and there are some in the machine. Oh, can you get them out, please? They're used ones. The machine hasn't been switched on. Oh, who was supposed to be switching it on? Fiona said she'd wash them. We had a last-minute rush and I needed to get to the nursery, so Fiona said she'd do it. And she forgot. Oh, she'd forget her own head these days if it wasn't screwed on. All she thinks about is Jade. What's the matter with you two? We're running out of towels. Yesterday's used ones never got washed. Right, so who was supposed to put them in the machine last night? Laura tells me that you were. 
You said you'd do it because I needed to get to the nursery. Look, I just forgot, all right? A customer called for an appointment. Did you put it in the book? Of course I did. I don't need reminding by you. Just put the machine on now. We've got enough towels to start with. Only just... Laura, can you go put them on a fast cycle? Will do. Then I'll wash another batch later. Excellent. Can I have a word, Fiona? What's this about? I'm sorry to say this, but it seems to me your mind is on other things at the moment. I don't need this right now, Sam. Look, someone's got to speak up. You aren't managing us properly. You ignore customers and forget to book appointments. I do not. I'm worried that we'll start losing customers. That's ridiculous. I've not been well, that's all. Now, is that it? No. Look, we're all sorry about you and Jade, and we want to help. We can all pick up some of your management tasks, just until you sort yourself out. I can manage perfectly well. You can't. You need our help. This discussion is over. It's time to open up. Laura, is that machine on? Oh, well, that's great. Pardon me for trying to help. There, one pint of lager and one white wine spritzer. Although I don't know why anyone drinks those. I don't want to drink too much, so a spritzer's perfect, actually. That's seven seventy-five. There you go. Is it uh, Netflix and chill later? None of your business, Jordan. Let's sit over there, Sam. She's been annoying all week. I think she's getting worse. Jordan's normal setting is annoying. I don't let it bother me anymore. Well, she's turned the annoying up to 11. What's wrong with her? It's us. What have we done now? Got together. Simple as that. Really? That's it? Yeah, she's jealous. What, of us? You and me? She doesn't think I fancied her, did she? <laughs> no. It's just that she isn't with anyone herself and she's feeling left out. I mean... She's okay, but not my time. Oh, <laughs> forget it. Jordan is not pining for you. I'll try and have a chat with her, but when she's called off. Anyway, what did you want to talk about? Holidays. We need to get out of this town. Oh, you don't say. Where? Well, that's what we have to decide. Somewhere hot, but no backpacking. Look, I've got some sites up on my phone. Definitely no backpacking. How about Florida? It's hot, there's loads to do. Season 4, Episode 17 was written by Jean Fairburn and 18, Tim Latham. Raymond was played by Ben West, Charlotte Tina Yates, Trevor Neil Arthur, Jordan Anna Cooley, Duncan John McCusker, Fiona Angie Pike, Carmela Fiona Fish, Chantel Becky Zarati, Heather Wendy Underwood, Sam Chloe Fagan Webb, Laura Carol Hooper, and Mario Tony Irving. The recording engineers were Tony Irving and Elaine Lambdin. Assistant engineer and gopher, Alex Lambdin. Post production engineer, Callum Perry. Sounds, HCR Sound Library and freesound.org. Huntsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith. Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.